The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the January 20th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to break down some Friday action and mixing in a little top 25 for 9-cat. With me to do so is Mr. Brown Ball Stew himself, Matt Strope. What's up, man? Mike, what's going on, man? Not much, man. I, I was thinking last night about the games. There were seven games last night, and I decided that seven games is my favorite game total for a night. It's nice. It's a very quiet Friday. Yeah, very quiet. I enjoyed it. I did blurbs last night, and like I was saying on the pod, I love. I'm sold that six isn't enough. Eight's too much. Seven's lucky. Seven, love it. And where do you where do you land on thirteen? I do not like thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for a lot of basketball, but um, my favorite are basically basically like one to two games per start time. One seven yeah. o'clock Eastern. One seven thirty. One eight. One eight thirty with a little mixed in there. It was pretty nice. I have my dad in town, and uh, we were watching Heat Nets, and it ended, and I was like, on to the next one. That and the, you know, was so you don't have good. Too, you don't have too many choices. It was good. It was good. That was my favorite game of the night, no question. It's so exciting. Nice little comeback. Um, For sure. So we do want to start off with some news today, and we saw yesterday the Bucks listed Giannis is out with a knee injury, and it turns out he's out for two games with this knee soreness thing. So yeah, that this is I said it a couple uh, few months ago. Knee injuries in the, in the off season, you got to bump them down, even if it's just one or two spots with those top end guys. And we're kind of feeling it now. Um, so he's gonna miss pretty much his third stint with this. Um, and again, check out Matt's round ball stew. He did his own top twenty five going forward. Some hot takes, some pretty <laughs> pretty measured takes. Um, so measured and t- hot. It's a combo of measured and hot for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's like you're like you're cooking over there over a stove or something. It's kind of how to, it's kind of what the round balls do is all about. I have you know a hot take here and there, but you know I'm a measured guy. I'm yeah, measured. yeah. It's like like baking. It's hot, but uh, you got to do your measurements properly. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, um, let's start with Giannis first. You put him at eight, which I, if we were all ranking the Rotor World guys, I'd probably say that's the low man. Um, I think so. I would yeah. guess so. Well, so. But yeah. Go ahead. I don't know. I just based it on just his performance. The last two months, you know, according to Basketball Monster, he's been 10th overall. The last month, he's been 22nd. I would be very happy to get him 8th in a draft, and I realize I might not get him there, but I guess that's me saying I'm going to take some other guys first. I don't really think he's in the top three conversation right now the way he's playing. He's still playing well. He's still putting up first-round numbers for the most part, but he's just not quite there at the top. Yeah, the blocks and steals aren't quite as eye-popping when he was really cruising. Uh, so in November, his November was just phenomenal. That's why he got a lot of uh, He's number one guy. 27 points, 10 boards, 4.0 assists, 2.3 blocks, 1.8 steals on 50% from the field, 75% from the line. So that, that's a number one player written all over him. But uh, he scored well last month. But yeah, this month he's can, 
kind of just he's the, the blocks are down. He's just one and one with uh, his free throw percentages down and everything else is okay. So this yeah. is, I'm I, I'm not really concerned about the production. I still think Giannis is going to be his 25 and close to 10 five assists, and, but the defense has to come up. So I'm I would probably put him at like five because of this sure. knee thing. I, I don't like that. I don't like guys which we'll, we'll disagree with for your number one guy in a second. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. so, any, I mean, we got to keep an eye on this. He's going to have eight days off, so that was kind of the plan. The games he's missed have been back-to-back, so this is really the first time, like, okay, we need to shut you down. So hopefully this and then the All-Star break, which Giannis was named as a starter, could maybe sit him in the All-Star game. If you're a fantasy owner, you kind of want him to sit in the All-Star game. But, oh, um, no question. Yeah, so... Hopefully that's enough. Again, the Bucks are kind of in, kind of in the thick of the playoff race, so that's that's helpful. Um, yeah, so number six. I for sure can could easily see him getting back to performing on a top three level. It's also just a comment on the, the fact that it's getting crowded in the first round. You know, in the top ten, yeah, there's a definitely. lot of guys putting up for top top five, top six worthy numbers. Okay, so I do want to talk about the number one guy. Ryan and I actually talked about this on Wednesday. I gave him a who would you rather own. For Anthony Davis and Cat, um, so yeah. both, both those guys didn't play. So let's kind of let's see how how we feel about this. You put AD at number one, and Ryan said he would take AD over Cat. I said I would take Cat over AD, and not a lot of explanation needed here. I am scared to death of owning Anthony Davis, and that's for really sure. All there is. I get it, and I when I did these rankings, I actually originally had Harden first, and then I found myself just writing, and, and Anthony Davis ended up first. I get the fear. I get the concerns. He's just on such a beastly run right now. Cat uh, is definitely safer, but if you know the the numbers Davis is putting up are just absurd. Yeah, that's and the, you know, as Ryan pointed out, Davis's schedule's better, uh, so that's a bonus. But man, I've always said I want a I want a big man. I want a safe big man. That's kind of how I I live my life. And Miles Turner, <laughs> Miles Turner, kind of bur- yeah. <laughs> That's right. Like you get a little older, you want some security, you know. For all sure. That, all that For stuff. sure. So, um, yeah, it, it's no, just that, I, it's totally. just that simple. And Cat's playing really well, and his numbers could even go up from where they are, and they've been very good. It's just you know, it's the it's the difference between twenty points per game and thirty points per game right now. That's not nothing. Um, the durability, there's a lot to be said for that. He still has never missed a game. That that's nice comfort and security to have. I had him fourth. I mean, he, you know, I could see taking him higher too. Yeah, I think I would take him too, man. Uh, I know the schedule's bad, but it kind of depends on. You'd have to look at where, where you're sitting in the playoffs and all that. But that's a huge factor if you're in first or second. You're probably if you have Cat, you're probably doing okay. Yeah, um, he's been more like. You know, six to eight range based on his numbers. Well, he's actually number one overall based on just total value because he's played totals. Game, okay, he's totals, played games sure. in everyone. Yeah, this is all. I'm all based on averages. Yeah, but for yeah. sure, for sure, makes sense. And that that's kind of a, a, a double edged sword because he's played the most games, so he's probably not going to sure. play as much. And again, the schedule hurts a little bit for him. Okay, so most of these guys, except for Harden. Uh, and Curry, well, I guess, I mean, there's really nothing to say about Harden and Curry. I mean, they're just studs. You know, we're sure they have a little bit more injury risk than, say, Cat or even Jimmy Butler. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, that's pretty much consensus right there. Put them in the top three, I think. Do you want, yeah. do you want to explain those? I mean, there's really what? Much to it. <laughs> Davis, Harden, Curry? No, I mean, 
you know, I think yeah. it's, to me it's them in some order. I could I could argue for any order. For sure, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I could, I could drop Davis top... to third. I could put Curry first. I could put Harden first. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah, yeah, we're good there. Okay, so uh, actually, you put you put Jimmy Butler in there as a hot take. He was, if I remember, I did his blurb in the last one. I think he's number four over the last fifteen, over number four over his last twenty-five. So he's been top five legit over a very very good sample. Um, and yeah, that little slow start, man, distant memory. Yeah, and he was a steal for a lot of people in drafts. I think I got him past top twelve in a couple of competitive leagues, and he's just just destroying it. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so good. He's almost like a little more offensive version of Giannis um, with more more assists and threes and his free throw percentage has just been fantastic. And the turnovers, he almost never turns it over. Yeah, he's total nine cat. He's like kind of like what we were hoping Kawhi would be um, yeah. lately. So he's been just awesome. And Oh, you didn't put Kawhi in, your, in there, obviously. Ugh. No, I didn't. Sorry for anybody who has Kawhi. That's just oh, that's a. If you're still hanging and you have Kawhi Leonard on your team, that's massive props. It's such for a sure. tough blow. Um, LeBron, I agree with you at number ten. He's gonna miss games. I've he has it hasn't happened yet, but uh, it, it has to. Like you said too, it just has to happen. It's crazy. He hasn't missed a game yet. I almost couldn't believe it looking through it. Yeah. Yeah. And then everything else, I'm pretty. You and your other kind of hot take, two of them. One, we, well, number twenty-one, Jonas and I talked about this. I was saying that I would take Lou Williams over Kemba, but it was close. But Jonas said that he's a little bit concerned with the trade rumors, which also sure. yesterday, um, Mark Stein said the Cavs are in on Lou, which would hurt him. I'm not, and it sounds like you're not either. I'm not quite as sold that Lou Williams is going to go. I still think he's probably third round. I'm probably thinking like. Closer to thirty, but I don't hate twenty one. Yeah, he's. I don't know. It's so hard that with the trade thing. I mean, it would be a killer if he went to the Cavs for his value, but I don't think you can really panic too much about one rumor. I mean, the Clippers are in the playoff picture. I don't know that they're just gonna get rid of him. Yeah, they're sitting number eight, and they have I think the NBA's longest winning streak at six games. Yeah, yeah so it's hard to picture, and I and I'm sorry, I'm just not. That worried about Danilo Gallinari and Austin Rivers coming back and killing Lou Williams. Like he's just become such a huge part of what they do. The guy's not just going to go from you know twenty six points per game to like sixteen. It's just not going to happen. He might lose a little bit, but he's not going to lose a lot. Yeah, he's been kind of Jimmy esque, right? Just decent yeah. percentages, getting to the line a bunch, and doing some other offensive things. So, yeah, he's been just killer. Uh, so and then the other hot take was Drew Holiday, who's just been so good. Um, that I'll admit, that was one of my biggest misses of the year. Uh, he's he's just dominating right now. Again, another kind of Jimmy guy. He's just doing everything. He's shooting the ball so so well. Yeah, blocks too. I mean, he, he's not a ton of assists, you know, but everywhere else, yeah, he's been awesome. And he's doing it when they're healthy. You know, it's it's not an issue right now that when Davis. It's not like he's only putting up huge numbers when Davis is out or something like that. Yeah. So what, just to think about Kawhi really fast, where do you think you would take him? Like forty? I don't. E- I don't even think I'd go that high. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would either, man. Like I'm thinking. I'm thinking of so many names. Like I'd probably rather own Jamal Murray. I'd probably rather own. I, yeah, I'd probably take him like six. I, it's. It's not looking good. Yeah, Murray is a player who, almost who who probably should have been in my section of you know also mentions not yeah. quite in the top twenty five, but. He's also been 
a bit of a headache, even though last night, huge game, but the rest of the week, he missed a game and had a bad game before that. He's yeah. all over the place. He's going to be hot and cold for sure. He's basically a shooting guard, the most inconsistent position in fantasy. So let's run through these box scores really fast. Not too much went down. Actually, a pretty healthy night overall, besides Rodney Hood, who got dinged again. Uh, oh, so shocker. We'll talk- what a shocker. <laughs> right? So uh, Spurs, I mean, they the, 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 the takeaway here, the Raptors defense is so good. Um, if you play them in DFS, you pretty much want to avoid this one. But uh, Kyle Anderson's playing better. He did kind of a very Kyle Anderson kind of a game. Five points, 11 boards, three assists, two steals, three blocks. So I, I am in on Anderson being a, a pickup in 12-teamers. That's what you feel about. How do you feel about anything else? No, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's solid. Yep. Anything you want to add Spurs-wise? No, not really. No. I, yeah. I'm not. Uh, uh, yeah. I yeah. mean. They're a bit of a headache, honestly. For I mean, sure. There's gonna, they're going to get rest. I mean, they're sitting there at 30 and 17. They're right there. They don't really care about home court. They're not going to get home court. I think they're okay playing on the road in the first round, seeing if they fall to five, which probably won't happen. Um, they're okay with that. <sighs> um, Raptors. DeLon Wright had kind of a quiet game, but I'm still not worried. He is. He's almost like peak Danny Green, I would say. Where yeah. He's not going to score a lot. You look at his last 15 games, 10.4 points, 4 boards, 3 assists, 1.2 steals, 0.9 blocks, 1.1 threes, 50% from the field, 86% from the line. I mean, that's mini, eight, mini 9 cuts, mini 8 cat, 1.1 turnovers too is not bad in just 23.2 minutes. So I, I'm still pretty sold on DeLon Wright. Again, he's another guy where you have to be willing to let a, a game like last night go and just not overreact to it. Because if you if you bench him or drop him now, then you're going to miss a good game or two coming up. You got to sure. be you got to be willing to surf through some ugly lines. Yeah, bench bench guard bench guys and guards, man. Just it's just going to happen. They're they're going to have bad games. It's just that's what they do. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned the Miami Brooklyn game. A lot of fantasy analysis for this one. Um, we saw Derek Jones Jr. start. Ignore that. Um, Justice <laughs> Winslow closed. He had a couple really bad shots. Bad corner three. Missed a layup. That was somewhat contested, uncontested, excuse me. Do you want any part of this Tyler Johnson being dinged up besides Wayne Ellington, who I think should be owned? I don't think so, no. Yeah. There's no one I'm that excited about. I mean, I'm barely excited about Wayne Ellington. He's fine in a deeper league, though. Yeah, just a lot of three-point specialists, but his minutes are going to be there um, for the heat offense. It's pretty good. I thought I think James Johnson's hurt. He hasn't really looked um, very explosive. He had one nice drive uh, in the corner. On DeMarco, yeah, it was really nice. And then, besides that, I was like, "Yo, this guy's." I think he's still hurt from that ankle injury. He was, yeah, he was. He was kind of the go-to guy down the stretch when they were trying to crawl back, sort of in pseudo garbage time. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. I still think he can turn it around. I still have hopes that he's going to eventually get it going. I would hang on to him for sure. For sure, I see him being as weather the storm, the All Star break. Hopefully, that week off gets him gets him right. Uh, Josh Richardson, we've kind of beat that thing to death. He looks like a baller. Uh, Nets, okay, so this is one of the bigger stories of the day um, with D'Angelo Russell back. He looks so rusty. First nine minutes, didn't didn't score at all. Made a free throw, split him. Um, two bad turnovers. He had a, one nice pass, I thought. I didn't play next to Dinwiddie. That was interesting to me. So we'll see if that changes. Maybe Atkinson, Nick flips it and puts, because he played him um, mostly to, with Levert. And Levert also yeah. closed with Dinwiddie. So yeah. uh, how do you feel about Russell going forward? You know, it's going to get interesting because if you watch the Nets play, Levert is a big deal for them. 
I mean, he came in and he didn't quite win that game for them single-handedly, but he did a lot. Big three he, he on, does, in the corner on Josh Richardson, and he put the couple nice, and a pa- nice in the pass, lane. nice pass. I mean, he yeah, he he was big down the stretch for them, and I I think I see him still closing out games for them. I'd be surprised if he wasn't. Yeah, so that's tough. I mean, there's so many options for this team to close. That's the problem. Like Harris has been just a revelation. Really, he's been just so good this year. Uh, Alan Crabb, bad and Mister inconsistent. Had a big twenty pointer the other night. Flop, missed all six threes. So I think your Harris and your Crabs, I'd probably start to look elsewhere. And then looking at Damari Carroll, who was a monster, matched his career high in 26, and also played pretty solid defense. Uh, he played at the four. So this is something to watch because Quincy AC closed at the five last night and guarded Whiteside. They actually did a pretty good job, better than anybody else did. So that's something we got to watch because with all these wingmen being filled with Russell coming back, can Carroll play the four more? And also that hurt Rondé who didn't close, but he still got his 33 minutes. So he really can't complain despite the subpar line. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, you might see you might see Russell's assist numbers going down a little bit. I wonder if he's more ends up more of a scorer if yeah. with Levert, Levert handling the ball a lot. Yeah, and then Dinwiddie like. I said yesterday, he's basically like Jeremy Lin. Like, if we knew we were going to draft a healthy-ish version of Jeremy Lin, we'd probably take him, like, sixth round. Yeah. So that's kind of... Do you feel feel the same? Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. I like Dinwiddie. Okay, so moving on to the Zach Randolph Bowl. Let's talk Kings first. So we're talking about guys getting rested. So the pattern so far has been Zebo VC, Temple VC, and Costa Kufas and Hill last night. Obviously, Zach Randolph playing in Memphis was a huge factor there. <sighs> Bogdan's playing well. Heald's been... Heald sold two, had two steals. He actually had a decent stat-filling line with seven boards and two assists. So uh, that's kind of cool. Do you want any piece of this or what? I don't want any piece of Heald. I, I mean, Fox and Bogdanovich are, yeah. are compelling to me. And I like Cully both Stein, of them. Yeah. yeah, I like those guys going forward. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'd be focused if I had any kings. Yeah, that I agree. So you you think Zebo's droppable if you're in a ten teamer or something like that? I think so. Yeah. I mean, the DMPs are gonna kill you, and they're gonna probably yeah. be more and more and more as the year goes on. And it's not like he had a huge margin of error, margin for error, even when he was playing great. Yep. So. So Grizzlies, Gasol was back. Um, the revenge game you were not expecting was Ben McLemore. Dropping 21, so pretty much chalk it up to revenge game, and I really wouldn't add him there. I thought Deontay Davis played well. I love the five assists, a block and a steal. He's kind of been a stuff-and-things kind of guy. A one of four from the line stinks, but he's looks like he's clearly beat out Brandon Wright. We've seen Gasol miss time, so if you're in a deeper league, I'm, I have him in our 12-team deep bench. I'm going to probably hang on to him, see what happens today, and then go from there because bigs are hard to come by in that league. Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. And, I mean, obviously, Dylan Brooks still playing yeah. well. Yep. He had monster game. He was kind of the difference for them with the 22-pointers. Um, yeah, I'm okay picking him up, but um, I-, I wouldn't cut a guy. that If you have to think about cutting someone, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So let, I still see. don't fully trust him. Yeah. Yeah, let's see him do it again. So, two teams go in different directions, Wizards and Pistons. The Wizards look like... I was on Twitter and people on the Wizards were like, oh no, here come the Wizards again. And then they had a big, big second and third quarter, 45 points in the third quarter. Scott Brooks said he wanted energy out of his guys. And he, we saw Gortat barely, I think he played four minutes or something. Um, he didn't play in the second quarter and then came back, looked okay. Uh, 
So here's yeah. what I think about who's on. I think Keller Uber is playing too well not to get more minutes. So whether that is moving Marquise Morris more to the five or moving him out, um, I think Gortat and Morris are kind of on red alert to get benched more because Uber has been playing so well. It's been a yeah. big year. So, um, yeah, I'm a little bit concerned about those two. Yeah, by the way, Ubre is definitely playing well in real life and does have some value in fantasy, but keep in mind, I mean, he's sort of a two-category player. Yeah. He's not really doing anything defensive stats, no assists, not a lot of boards. His percentages are good. That's nice. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying he shouldn't be on your roster, but let's, you know, keep expectations, you know, relatively low still. He's not like a huge difference maker. Yeah. If if the you want the Wizards to lose games too, cuz I I I think starting's on the table. That would yeah. help him. I'm, I'm usually, yeah. I usually think starting is overblown, but for a guy like Ubre that has needs to kind of have things go right for him to play well, that'd be important to get that the first start to kind of give a leg up on guys. Yeah. Um, Pistons. So man, I don't know. Avery Bradley, a lot of shots, didn't really do anything. Even though it was a decent game from him, I'm still really discouraged. Uh, give you a little secret. Um, in that league that we keep talking about, I'm probably gonna try to float him out and trade offer. Yeah, uh, I mean he's been okay lately, but I don't know, man. I'll tell you a secret. I'm not. I'm probably not going to trade for him. Oh no. <laughs> right, <laughs> no also, I mean he's uh, fine. Yeah. He's fine. I, I don't know. At least the st- the threes and steals are there. You know, like yeah. I don't know. Two threes, one point two steals, sixteen points. It's not horrible, but it's a little disappointing after we saw him average six boards a game last year. Yeah. Just take a big step back there. Yeah, we knew he was going to take a drop, but man, that was bad. Uh, you also had Andre Drummond really high. Uh, yeah. Me. He's been oh, so good, and the assists have been just killer lately. It's great. I mean, I, it's, what I said is it's one of the most pleasant surprises of the season is yeah. Drummond being a borderline top 20 guy. Make it's free throws, cool. dog. Yeah. And it, <laughs> I mean, it's not like his free throws percentage is that high. You know, I think he's still in the 60s somewhere. He's just not taking that many of them. Right. Last and night, he's six not, for eight. And he's, yeah. he used to just murder you. Like, his, his pull down on free throws would just automatically knock him out of, like, top 40. Yeah. Because he was so, so yeah. bad there. Eight assists. I mean, 21 boards. Yeah, he's a beast. I've been really high on him the last couple of years. He's been a big letdown, but nice to see him yeah. uh, putting it putting it together this year when I have him on zero of my teams. I liked him as a breakout, but I was so scared of the free throws to take him. Um, oh, I didn't draft him anywhere, yeah. Yeah, because we're like, oh, no, we're not, not pulling free throws down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, moving on. Suns, Denver. Big surprise of the day. Let's start with the losing Nuggets. They made some lineup switches. First time ever they started Lyles next to Jokic. Uh, obviously, Murray, Harris, and Chandler were there. Chandler's a dead duck. No one else is needed there. I don't like how Malone's playing Richard Jefferson, and that was costly. They were minus nine in an eight-point loss, and their bench was so, so bad. It's not a hard... I, I love Malone. I think he's a great coach, X's and O's. But he it's almost like paralysis by analysis with him, man. Like he does so many cute little things for his rotation. Just yeah. play your best nine nine guys. You need Will Barton in the second unit, you need Trey Lyles in the second unit to help them out, to help out their first unit's pretty potent. Throw in a a kind of a dead weight kind of a guy in the first unit, i.e. maybe Tory Craig or even Malik Beasley, and then let those four other guys just do work. Uh, or yeah. maybe even, I'm not well the three guys being Murray Harris and Jokic Wilson Chandler's not an offensive player anymore so I don't know man but either way like you to- I totally trust Murray totally trust Harris totally trust Jokic um, I, you're going to have trust issues with Barton because of the same th- things I said about DeLon Wright bench guy guard off the bench uh, sorry to repeat the bench thing but yeah no it's okay should it's we say of, bench one okay. more time yeah yeah I want to oh, drive that point bench. home 
bench, bench. Yes. Forrest Gump, man. Uh, <laughs> I still really like Barton, though. I have him in, in multiple leagues, and he, yeah, sure, he'll have games like last night. His percentages are a little shaky, but he's he's not a nice guy to have. Yep. So, uh, how do you feel about Trey Lyles? Finally shut the ball well. Uh, maybe these sticks in the starting lineup. I don't really, honestly, Trey Lyles is simple. If he's shooting the ball well, he's good. If he's not, he's bad. <laughs> yeah. I haven't really picked him up anywhere. I, I don't know. I just feel like points and threes guys are really easy to come by this year, so I haven't really had a need. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're worse guys to have on your roster, but again, he's not really a defensive stats guy at all, so he's all right. Would you jump for Dylan Brooks? No. I mean, I think Lyles is is likely to be more consistent. Yeah, I think so. At least until Millsap's back. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Suns really fast. TJ Warren, he's on as killer. Um, they're t- ten and one. He scores twenty five or more. It's kind of a crazy stat for a team that's seventeen and twenty nine. Um, Devin Booker on the road, I've noticed, has been just incredible. He's basically been 60, 61 true shooting, thirty one usage rate. That's all star superstar stuff. Um, so possibly and maybe pretty- get maybe getting sorry to interrupt you. His turnover issues in check because he had a ton. Here at the start of January, in the last three games, he seems to have it a little more under control. Yeah, and he's his seventh, thirty-five and five game. He's just been he's been really good. Yeah, I was worried about him for a minute there because he was shooting badly and turning it over a ton uh, after he came back from injury. But he looks like he's turning it around. Yeah. Um, other analysis on this one: Dragon Bender's pretty easy drop. I would say he's just really, really been cold. I would drop him for anyone who was hot last night. Um, anything you want to add there? Not really. No. All right. Let's see. So we got a uh, big game from Tim Hardaway Jr., 31-pointer. In just 27 minutes, we saw Horn and Sex say he's going to keep it around 25 minutes. Uh, sticking with him, how confident are you with Hardaway, who was kind of hot and cold, kind of the quintessential shooting guard kind of a player? Um, how do you feel about him? Yeah, he's fine. I mean, I think you know what you're going to get. He's been pretty useful. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't really have any quibbles you know yeah he's he's solid man i, I don't know yeah. yeah i like him if, if now that he's healthy again like if for some reason he wasn't added he i think he should be added in like 18 leagues yeah he's also a little more than that that threes points and threes guy that we've been talking about like because yeah. you know four boards three assists 1.2 steals he's doing a little more than just points and threes which for is sure. very that's, nice that's something you want you want yeah. to see your shooting guards like avery bradley last year like he did more than just score and he just did so right. many things so yeah hardaway's fine uh i thought interest it was interesting that trey burke low-key revenge game uh, shot the ball well <laughs> in 15 minutes did close out in this game so you're not picking up trey burke unless you're super desperate <laughs> but um that hurts jared jack and obviously it hurt nila kina last night he only played five minutes so, yeah, I said in the board last night, and actually to pimp one of our columns, a lot of the guys were picking Nila Kina as a kind of a breakout in the second half. I don't know if I would, I don't know how you classify a breakout, but <laughs> I don't know what, what his ceiling is, really. Like, quite frankly, yeah. he's just not that good yet. Yeah, I mean, how many double digit games are we talking about? Four this year? Wait, one, <laughs> two, three, four. Five double digit scoring games. He's in two category play. I call that's him the, ten the, point. Yeah, yeah, he's the guard version of Bismack Biombo. Except actually, that's actually a diss on Biombo. Biombo's been ridiculous. So um, yeah, but yeah, sorry, I cut you off. Anything? No, I mean, I think in the future there's some some potential, you know, for him. To, even if he's not a guy who scores a lot, like he could be a guy who gets rebounds, assists, steals, and is pretty useful and hits threes. But yeah, it's hard to see it happening at the moment. 
He's shooting 26% in January. Yeah, I mean, if, basically how I look at it is if you're sitting in first or second, okay, cool, stash him. That could be fun. But if you're if you're in a six six teams make the playoffs and you're in the forward and let's say you know a bad week will drop you, you know, or if you get thumped two seven or one eight and you're like, uh oh, I'm gonna outside looking in now. It wouldn't be a bad idea to shop them and say even to a team that's good and be like, hey, um, I kind of can't really afford to stash him. What would you want? What do you want to give me for him? Sure. Um, it's just I, I think the downside is bigger than the upside, really. It, Especially with this Trey Burke thing, if it continues. Although it was probably just a revenge game. Yeah, still though. So. If he's getting five minutes ever, that's yeah, that's pretty discouraging. <laughs> I'm definitely okay dropping him though. I, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I love Nita Kina, Frank Nitty, Frankie Smokes, the franchise. You I'm not going to add him if you drop him in my league. How'd let me put it that way. Yeah, that's me being for honest. Sure. I'm yeah, not going to add him. You can drop him. Like honestly, hot take or not, I'd probably rather stash Deontay Davis. Okay. I don't know it's, if it's warm. It's warm. Yeah, yeah. Um, big, big. So many guards out there, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, I just feel like I'd, I'd rather stash a big man and help, help my, my big categories. Um, big news in Utah. Gobert returned in style in our league. I'm so pumped about that. 23-14, three blocks. I thought he and Mitchell played really well off each other. That was a very encouraging sign because really. The last time Gobert was hurt, where well, he'd basically been hurt all season, and Mitchell was bad for the first time Gobert got hurt. So yeah. he's just a whole different player. This just changes everything. That's a huge. What I mean, that's a monster return. You know. Yeah. That, that's he very, was that's limited really... to 20, 24, 24, 25 minutes, and he played thirty. Played down the stretch of this close game that they lost. So yeah, nine for fifteen from the line is really the only discouraging part of that. But yep. still, you got to be you got to be thrilled. I had him. In the round ball stew, as a uh, honorary mention of a guy I was thinking about for the top twenty-five. Now, if I'm writing that column today, he might sneak in there. Yeah, I think he has to. Yeah, I think he has to. Yeah. Um, I, I think I honestly think Mitchell's going to help him. I don't know if it was his rapport with Rubio or what, because really the missing piece of the puzzle for him earlier was low scoring, lower scoring than we all thought, and the box were a little bit down. But we know Gobert will eventually get his. So yeah, I, I think if we're drafting today, I'm still down like close, right smack in the middle of the second round is probably where I'd say he's worth. Yeah, but we need Utah. And actually, the big story last night too off the court was both Mark Stein and Zach Lowe of ESPN were saying that Utah's a team to watch. So again, and jo- Jonas loves his trade rumors. <laughs> That's just, so he's a little bit concerned that the Jazz kind of blow it up more so than I am. I think the Jazz will kind of get it together. I mean, they have some talent on this team, especially with Mitchell playing really well. So um, yeah, you want you want them. They have a tough road trip. Uh, they have a back to back today against the Red Hot Clippers, and I think they have like a six game rotor coming up or something like that. So if they don't do well, that may bump them down to like thirty. Let me see who they play on the road. I think it's too tough. Oh, yeah, the games aren't too tough for this little road trip. They play the Hawks, the Pistons, and, well, the Raptors. It's going to be a loss. And then they get Golden State and then another big road game, road series. So, Hawks have had a couple big wins recently, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Beat the Spurs recently. All right, so I think I'm good there. Yeah. All right, so last game of the night. Pacers kind of, I don't really think we need to analyze that. Um, Collison flopped for, like, the first time in, like, two months. He's been so consistent. 
Um, Stevenson's been cold. Drop him. I'm. Do you want to add anything here? Like Old Depot's. A, oh yeah, you wrote, you wrote Old Depot for your top twenty-five and semi-hot take. I think I put him at like ten. You put I him at seven. seven. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, hate man. that though. I don't hate that at all. I mean, how could you? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I I don't know. You could have him a few spots lower, but he's pretty much brings it every night. And you gotta love the blocks and steals. Ton of blocks, steals, and threes. I mean, he does everything. If you hate Russell Westbrook for whatever reason, like Victor Oladipo should probably be one of your favorite players. <laughs> how was how he so bad last year and how so good this year? Yeah, true. So, I had Westbrook 15th, by the way. How do you yeah, feel about that since you I'm brought cool him up? I'm cool with that. Um, again, it kind of depends on where you're at, I guess. But he's playing he's playing well. But it's just He stopped shooting so many threes, and his field goal percentage is good now. Yeah, that's it's good. Not, it's not a mystery. Yeah, if you it can't seems like maybe he knows that. If you can't hit thirty five percent from three, stop it. Like that's yeah. that's kind of the rule. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm uh, okay. So the Lakers are such a mess. Uh, Randall has a slight finger fracture. It's a fracture, but it's very small. It's not affecting. He played well yesterday. Um, where are we at on Brook Lopez, man? I mean, the minutes are so down. Five straight under twenty. Only played one game over twenty this entire month. So, like, are you asking me if you can drop him? I don't. Yeah, can you? I don't know. I, don't I mean, him. yeah. Like, well, let's look at this really honestly. The last time he played thirty minutes was November seventeenth. But that's. I mean, has, we don't need that benchmark though. Like, the last time he had a good line was like the twelfth. Or actually, that's not true. That that game against the Kings was good. But he's had so many. Like Devon Wright has like a couple games to bump him up. He doesn't have that many. Man, it's just rough. He's shooting the He's ball terribly. Yeah. Eight points and three boards in 18 minutes in January. 38% from the field, 33% from the line. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a mystery. He's just not playing enough yeah. for the most part. You know, and I don't I don't know why is that suddenly going to change. Yeah, I don't I'm okay dropping him, but if you I wouldn't drop him for like a lottery ticket. If you drop him, I might pick him up. Yeah, for league. sure. I would definitely pick him up. But we don't play I'm saying like a lot of people don't play in deeper leagues like we do. Yeah. So if I'm trying but to even, think. In a even in a 10-team league, I still might pick him up. If I have room on my bench and you yeah. dropped him, I, I would potentially pick him up. Depends who I have to drop. Like, I would add DeLon Wright. I would add... Would you add Dylan Brooks for Lopez? Ah. Uh, yeah, I don't think so I, the, the best case scenario for Lopez is still way better. Yeah, for sure. I, 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 don't, see, I don't see how Lopez is going to get there exactly, but... Yeah. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. So it's not good. It's not. It's good. not good at all. Um, the Lakers are a mess, man. Uh, Love balls out. KCP's out. Ingram's hurt. Didn't didn't play yesterday. Probably going to be doubtful on Sunday as well. Um, the guy, the guy that actually kind of stole the show besides Jordan Clarkson went off. I thought Alex Caruso played great yesterday. Um, so possibly if those guys are out again, DFS looker. If you need a desperation point guard on Sunday, I think you can look to him. Uh, I would prefer yeah. him over Ennis. Yeah. Still only had five points and four assists in 28 minutes, though. But he played well, though. And, and yeah. he was a plus 25, so I, he's not going to light you up. I think, like, best-case scenario, you're looking at, like, nine points, six assists, a steal, and, like, a three-and-a-half. So, yeah. But, that's, but what a mess. That's a really gross box score that I'm looking at right now, by the way. This box score is really gross. Yeah, it's pretty bad, especially the Pacers, besides... Uh, Old Depot, and then Sabonis. It was a good matchup for him. Like Sabonis was actually really bad coming in, so you needed that big game. So good for him. Yeah, um, I'm still. Man, Turner's killing me. I need him back. Brutal. Yeah, he's been he's been been a killer. 
I mean, not just hurt, but just not that good also. Yeah, yeah. besides the, he was leading the league in blocks before, I don't think he even qualifies anymore because he's missed so many games. Um, so, yeah. All right, good to go? Good to go. Good to go. All right, you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Day games today, fun times. Uh, so check those out. And we'll be back either tomorrow night or Monday morning with Dr. A for some waiver wire. So thanks for coming on, Matt. All right, man. Thanks for having me. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.